It's a joy to stand here before you and to wish you a very Merry Christmas as we gather this night to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On Christmas, we are invited to give thanks for the gifts that we are given. But if you aren't in the mood to give thanks, then there's another holiday that just took place actually yesterday that might be the right one for you. Do you know what that holiday is? It involves an aluminum pole instead of a tree and demonstrations of feats of strength. I hear some laughter, so I know some of you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about Festivus. Every year on December 23rd is the feast of Festivus, popularized by an episode of Seinfeld back in 1997. Wow. <laughs> Festivus has become something of a cultural phenomenon and has gained a following all over the world. In fact, even the governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Wolfe, just yesterday tweeted out a video wishing all of us a happy hashtag. Festivus. Now, unlike Christmas, which is the time for giving thanks, Festivus begins, as we know, with the airing of grievances. And I have to admit that there's one grievance that I've been really excited to air on this holy night. The airing of a grievance against a tiny little man who has found his way into so many of our homes. And his name is Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> Raise your hand if this little man has found his way into your home. Oh, so many of us. He's there. He's everywhere. You put him on your shelf, and every night he moves around to the amusement of children. And his watchful presence encourages them to be good little girls and boys. But beneath his tiny red cap and his jolly little grin lies a more sinister motive. Because Elf in the Shelf is an informant for the North Pole. <laughs> He's Santa's spy, and he reports back to him, providing key data on whether a child is in fact being naughty or nice. A very cute spy, no doubt, but a spy nonetheless. When I see him watching me, I am anxiously prompted to ask myself, am I good enough to make it on to the nice list? The story of Christmas is the story of God coming into a world of darkness, a world that failed to make it on to the nice list. God became a human being, born as a baby, whose name was Jesus, and the world would never again be the same. Like Elf on the Shelf, Christ is present with us even now. He sees our actions. He knows our thoughts. But unlike the Elf, Christ is no informant. He came not so that we might be good while he's watching, but because we were lost and needed saving. In the letter to Titus, 
we heard that when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but according to His mercy. The birth of Jesus, Christmas, shows us that we aren't left to our own devices to make ourselves into good people by our own feats of strength through the good things we do. No, instead, we become the children of God by God's mercy. In the 2,000-year history of the church, we have often missed this most basic truth. Rather than proclaiming God's mercy, too often the church has resorted to the weapon of fear in order to prod its members into right living. Fear, after all, is a very, very powerful motivator. Fear of being expelled from one's family or one's community. Fear of being excommunicated by the church. Fear of hellfire and damnation. Or even fear of the naughty list. If we believe that God is always watching us and looking for the chance to scratch our name right out of the book of life, unless we are good little girls and boys, then our way of relating to God will always be based in fear and anxiety, based in insecurity, so that we will always have to ask ourselves, am I good enough for God? Am I good enough to make it onto the nice list? Christmas shows us another way, a way not based in anxiety or fear, but rather on the way of love. Remember the words of the most well-known passage in all of Scripture, John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave a son, his only begotten son. God so loved loved. That's why Jesus was born in Bethlehem and wrapped in swaddling clothes. Why he was visited by a shepherd after a multitude of heavenly hosts appeared to them in the night sky. Because God so loved the world. God saw a world held captive by the power of sin and death. A world that could not save itself. God sees the darkness that's found within our hearts and sends us the light of Christ to save us from it. For a light has shined in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. That's the Christmas story. God became a human being, drawing near to us so that we might be drawn up into the light and the life that is the triune God. There's a Christmas hymn that we will not sing tonight. There's just not enough time to sing them all. But it says everything that I would want to say to you in my Christmas homily. The words are from a poem by the 19th century Anglican poet Christina Rossetti. And the first line goes like this. Love came down at Christmas, love all lovely, love divine. Love was born at Christmas, 
star and angels gave the sign. At Christmas, love came down. Love was born. The love that loves us and brings all other loves into existence. This love is not an idea. It is not an abstraction. This love is a person, and his name is Jesus. And as the angel said to the shepherds, so also I say to you, be not afraid. Do not fear. God is with us, for love came down at Christmas. Let us ponder this truth in our minds and treasure it in our hearts. Because love has come down, we can truly wish one another a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Amen.